the sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. I'm sure generations, people coming, will thank God because you started it today. Hallelujah. People in 20 years time, 30 years time, they will begin to thank you. They will say, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, man. It's one. Hallelujah. We are going to start a topic titled spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Take spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. We'll take our text from First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Amen. As newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Amen. It says that you may grow. Grow. That you may grow. Meaning, you have to grow. Hallelujah. Say, I have to grow. Say, I have to grow. Amen. Amen. Say, I have to grow. Say, I have to grow. Amen. So, Peter is telling you that, that you need to grow. Glory to God. So, because you are born again, and because you go to church, doesn't mean you will grow. Growth is a function of choice. Your own choice that you make. Amen. So you determine your spiritual growth. Hallelujah. So you may choose to grow, or you may what? Choose not to what? To grow. But Peter is telling you that growth is good. So it says that, that as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So what did he say you should desire? The, the word of God. Now he's talking about growth. He did not talk about prayer. He did not talk about fasting. He said the word of God. Of God. So the word of God causes spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God brings you the right knowledge. So the word of God causes spiritual growth. Amen. So if you must grow, it must come from where? The word of God. So it is what you know in the word of God that makes you want grow. That enables you to want to grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So when he says, as newborn 
babies. Say, ah, yeah, I am not a newborn baby. I have been in Christianity a long time. Hallelujah. That baby say, ask. You don't say you are a newborn baby. Okay, if I say, jump as a goat. Am I calling you a goat? No. Use it. When I say, jump as a goat, I'm just using a figure of speech. Jump as a goat. That means you need to jump the way a goat what? jumps. Hallelujah. So when I say as newborn babies, or when the Bible says as newborn babies, you see another figure of speech. It says, desire, you should desire the sincere milk of the word to what? To grow. Hallelujah. So the way a newborn baby a, a newborn baby will desire milk. In the same way as a Christian, he's not saying you are a newborn baby. He's saying as a Christian, you should desire the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, knowing this is good. So what do I do? I need to grow spiritually. What do I do? You see, some people will say, ah, I need to stop fighting. I need to stop lying. Oh, it's good. You need to, you need to. But what has God done for you? What has says, if you need to do everything, then what it says to We must understand something now. Don't get confused. Just follow me. I'm building on the point. Just follow me. We must understand something now. You want to stop smoking. You want to stop lying. You want to stop fighting. And then you eventually stop it. Is that spiritual growth? But is it not good for you to stop fighting? Is that spiritual growth? Yes. Okay, don't worry. You'll be able to answer this question when what? Faith. Hallelujah. You yourself, you know whether it is or it is not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number one thing is this. As a Christian, you must know who you are. Amen. You must know what? Who you are. Let's go. Let's continue right now. First, sorry, second Timothy Chapter 3, verse 15. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 15. Many in the church have not yet come to understand salvation. Amen. Salvation has not yet been fully understood. Being born again is not yet understood. You may be surprised. Some people will be saying, Oh, I walk in grace, 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 grace. But you don't be shocked when they don't understand what it means to be born again or what it means to have eternal salvation. Amen. So, this one has made me take myself because I noticed something. Talking to somebody, I noticed something and I said, maybe it's possible that a lot of people don't know. So, as a preacher, you don't assume that people know things. Amen. You just have to teach. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. It says, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto what? Salvation. Hallelujah. Which are able to make you as unto salvation. Say salvation. Now, we want to look at the word salvation. 
Hallelujah. You know, you know, you know something? You give a monkey a monkey food so that it can grow. Hallelujah. You give a dog a dog food so it can grow. Amen. So there's some food you give to a cat, it will not eat. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, for you, it is explicit that you know this. You were once in darkness. You have come to light. So you are now learning a new way. Hallelujah. A new way of doing things. Hallelujah. Good. So this makes you a new one, creator. As a new creator, you must know, you must, I must, sorry, God must give you the food that will make you what? Grow. Hallelujah. So what you need is the food that will make you what? Grow. Or the thing that will make you what? Grow. Hallelujah. So number one, you have to first of all understand everything concerning salvation. You must first of all understand it. You must know what you have become. If not, you still go back. If you are a cat, you still go back and be eating the cat food. For example, if I change a cat to a dog, listen very well. If I change a cat to a dog, the dog will still be eating cat food. If I have not trained the dog to know it is, sorry, if I have not trained the cat to know that it is not a dog, hallelujah. You have now become a dog. Don't go back and eat the cat's food. Hallelujah. So I begin to teach the dog, the, the, the new dog, how to eat what? Dog food. Hallelujah. Similar, we must understand this. Now, what is salvation? Or what kind of salvation did we what? Receive. Hallelujah. Who can remember the Greek word for salvation? Can you remember? Anybody? Can you remember? Amen. If I say it, you have to believe because I have said it before. Amen. Yeah, soteria. Hallelujah. That word is soteria. It means deliverance. But now I want to ask you something. What kind of salvation did you receive? Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9. Let's go with your Bible. With your Bible open. I believe when you are coming to church, you wrote your Bible. And you know that you are coming to church. Amen. That means you are coming to learn. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9. It says, And being made perfect, he became the altar of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Hallelujah. Jesus said, the Bible says, being made perfect, talking about Jesus, he became the author. When we say author, somebody who, who brought something into being. Hallelujah. If they say the author of a book, meaning the person who produced the work, the book. Hallelujah. So if Jesus is the author of salvation, then what kind of salvation did he bring into the system? Hallelujah. So let's look from our Bible. He became the author of what salvation? What salvation? Are you following me? He became the producer of which kind of salvation? Eternal salvation. Amen. Say after me. Say Jesus produced eternal salvation. Hallelujah. Now, when we say eternal, 
it means something that doesn't have a beginning and something that doesn't have a what? An end. Meaning it says that it, it has been there and it will always be there. And then it's equal to who? God. Do you see? God doesn't have a beginning. He doesn't have an end. God has been there and he will always be what? There. You get it. Are you there? Amen. So, meaning, salvation did not have a beginning. The salvation that Jesus gave us, it did not have a beginning, it did not have an end, it has been there, and it will always be what? There. Meaning, if you receive eternal salvation, you also, you are not having a what? A beginning. You are not having a what? An end. You have been there, and you always be what? There. That is why. God said, this is from the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. From the foundation of the world, God has chosen you in Jesus. Hallelujah. From the foundation of the world. So it says, eternal salvation. The kind of salvation that Jesus gave to us, that Jesus produced. It says, he became the altar of what? Eternal salvation. So what did you receive? Eternal salvation. That makes you what? Eternal. So from the day you receive eternal salvation, you start living in what? Eternity. Glory to God. Okay, now let's go. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16. Chapter 19, verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may res- that I may have eternal life? This and behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have what? Eternal life. Now what is what is if he came to Jesus for eternal life, it means Jesus has been teaching them what about Amen. You guys, he came to Jesus. What should I do? What good do I have to receive eternal life? That means he must have heard about eternal life from who? Jesus. That means Jesus would have been telling them that I will give you what? Eternal life. Meaning, Jesus teaches eternal life. He, sorry, he taught eternal life. Hallelujah. So some people will say, some Christians are there, they are preaching, once saved, forever saved. Yes. Once saved, forever saved is what Jesus preached. When you receive eternal life two times, now that should tell you the Lord. Amen. They said, once you have your brother said, yes. Is that true? Is that true? Is that true? So people have even formed a song about it. A ministry, a big ministry. They have formed a song about it. They said, brother, watch and pray. A new doctrine is coming up now. They said, once say, forever say, brother, watch and pray. Ignoramus. Amen. This is the word, the knowledge of the word, the word of God. 
Hallelujah. The lack for tizu. Hallelujah. The lack what? For tizu. They also lack what? A big gnosis. Hallelujah. And they may lack hupa. <laughs> I'm just making you more conversant with a great place. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's look at another place. Mark chapter 10, verse 17. The book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 17. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Amen. Another one again. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Amen. Another person has come. Meaning, that is the foundation of the teaching of Jesus. When the lost people heard him, when the sinners heard him, they heard him talking about what? Eternal life. You remember the water, the woman and the well? That is a very clear to you. He said, I will give you what? What, what did Jesus say he would give to the woman? Maybe what? Waters. That would spring up to what? Eternal life. This one will never what? Dry up. Jesus said to the woman, the water I will give you, it will never dry. He says, this water you are fetching will dry. The woman said, oh, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, Jesus taught this in a way that the people were hungry for it. Did you get it? Jesus taught this in a way that the people were hungry for it. Hallelujah. Look at another one. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. Are you there? Are you there? It says, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Amen. This is one of religious mindsets, like one of these big churches today, who are still holding on to their own country. Amen. Look at this. The Bible said, this lawyer, this was a lawyer now, is that not so? He said, he wanted to what? Tempt him. The lawyer wanted to tempt Jesus. Oh, sorry. He tempted Jesus. Maybe Jesus was teaching, oh, if you get saved, the moment you are saved, you are saved forever. Jesus was proclaiming that, teaching that. As Jesus was teaching that, teaching that, then the woman said, ah, then the lawyer stood up and said, Meaning, he wanted, are you here? Say focus, please. Meaning, what is meaning? He, he wanted to tempt him. Concerning what he was saying, he was trying to say that it is not possible. 
The lawyer was trying to tell Jesus what you are teaching us, what you are telling us is not possible. So, if you say yes, eternal life, then how? How do I get that eternal life? So he was tempting Jesus. Hallelujah. Meaning, Jesus thought about what? Eternal life. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we read that Jesus is the producer of what? Eternal life. Let's see, what did Jesus give? What did he give? John chapter 10, verse 28. Let's read from verse 27. John 10. Verse 27. Let's read from verse 27. All the way down to 28. He says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they follow me. Verse 28. And I give unto them. I give unto them. I give unto them. So what did Jesus give unto us? Simple. Simple. So I receive eternal life. Hallelujah. So when we begin to say this, see what they are preaching. They are going astray. We are going astray. We or you. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't mean you have been a Christian for a long time. No. But once you see the truth, you must not take it. That is what we call humility. Hallelujah. Accepting the truth the way it is. Jesus gave us eternal life. Hallelujah. Look at John chapter 17, verse 2. John chapter 17 verse 2 Are you there? Please, it's good for you to always open your Bible and see what I'm saying, okay? Go there and see it, okay? John chapter 17, verse 2. Let's go. It says, As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give what? You see, if you are following me, you can respond. That he should give what? To as many as thou hast given him. Hallelujah. So you see that. So Jesus gave what? Eternal life. Amen. Good. Let's go to Romans now. Romans chapter 6. Verse 23. You know, every day they say it, this quotation, they say it, say it, say it. But let's see how they know it now. Okay? Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Please, are you there? Okay. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is. The gift of God is Amen. So which gift did I receive from God? Eternal life. That means if what you receive is not once and forever saved, that means you have not that means you you can receive from God. You receive it from who? The preacher. And the preacher himself is not born again. It's true. Hallelujah. The gift of God is eternal life. So the gifts that I receive 
from God. It's called eternal life. Hallelujah. Say, I have eternal life. I have eternal life. Okay, now let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Okay. After 2 Timothy, find Okay. Are you there now? It says, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. It says, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us so jesus now jesus is the producer of eternal life he says he went to obtain from where heaven eternal redemption for us hallelujah amen okay now let's go to titus titus chapter 1 verse 2 If you are able, stand back. Are you there now? Okay, I read. It says, In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Hallelujah. Are you there? Did you find it? It says, Before the world began, God promises what? Are you there? It says, And this is the record that God had given to us. When you are not here, there, I'm waiting for you. And this is the record that God had given to us. What? Amen. 
and this life is in his son. God has given to us what? Eternal life. This is the record. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 13. Verse 13. It says, These things have I written unto you. These things have I written unto you that believe on the, on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have that you have you shall have no you would have no that you what have that you what have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of god this is a virus unto you that you may know that this know that is a big process that you will come to the full knowledge the full understanding that you have what eternal life so if i ask you right now when you die are you going to heaven or, or, or hell you don't need to think to that you say heaven because you know you have eternal life amen can you be can you go and buy a ticket okay let's say chelsea versus man I don't just always beat them, but let me just say it. Don't cry. But if Chelsea versus Man U are about to play football and you go and buy the tickets, you're having the ticket, and then it is the day for the match, and then somebody asks you, and, and you are going to win the match, on your way, somebody asks you, would you enter the stadium or you don't enter? I don't have my ticket. <laughs> Amen. That's the way it is. To heaven, so the tickets that we have, the assurance that we have, is what eternal life. We don't think you can because it's like I'm a Christian, but I don't know whether I will go to. You are going to hell. We are not getting a Christian. Come and learn what teach you. When you find somebody like that, that is when you should have mercy because so you bring the message and begin to explain everything. Hallelujah! About say you have, you have. You have. Say, ah, I have. Oh. If you don't, I will. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, the day you became born again, you receive eternal life. You receive it. That made you another kind of person. Do you understand? It is that life that you receive that made you another kind of what? Of person. Later, you come to you come to understand that this life is the life of God. Hallelujah. The life that you receive was the life of God. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ. He is a new creature. What made you a new creature is the what? The life. So you receive the life of what? Of God. Amen. I said something. As a Christian, someone said, you will go to hell. I said, then you ask the person, do you mean I will go to hell? The person yes. Okay. Then you ask the person, what about you? Will you go to hell? The person said, no. I will not go to hell. Why won't you go to hell? Because I am old. 
I pay my tithes, I pay offering. And oh, in fact, I am the Sunday school teacher. In fact, I go to church seven days fasting a week. 30 days fasting a week. 50 days fasting. Even tithes, I pay more than tithes. I pay tithes too. Say, okay. Then you ask the person, Do you have the Holy Spirit? He said, Yes, I have. Can you go to hell? The person said, if I stop all the good things I am doing, if I start cemetery, cemetery, you my papa, I'm here. Now I say, I'm here. Make me a cup. I can go to hell. When I stop all the good things and start the evil things, I can go to hell. Then you ask the person again. Follow me now. Ask the person again. You said you have the Holy Spirit, right? Yes, yes, no, I have the Holy Spirit. Okay. If you go to hell, that means the Holy Spirit will also what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That means if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit cannot go to hell. You alone will go to hell. Amen. So if Jesus is in me, if he's sleeping inside of me, how can he throw me inside hell? If he throw me inside hell, he has thrown himself inside hell. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I receive. Say I receive. I receive. I receive eternal life. That is why it said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not, shall not, but have, but have. Meaning, if you have, you cannot, if you have, you cannot what? Be on the sand. What are you doing for you? Ah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Nothing stops me. Say, nothing stops me. Nothing stops me. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So you are confident. You are bold. Amen. So you don't need to see that. You are thinking you are crying. Oh. So when they want to die, everything I have done, forgive me. They behave like that because they have not this knowledge. Hallelujah. When you want to die, I mean, when it's time for you to leave, it's not your time, you don't go now. When it's time for you to leave, you lie down on your bed and you say, Lord, I finished with I am coming. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You will not be like those people who are afraid. So, the reason why they are afraid of death is because they don't know whether they will go to hell or they will go to heaven. So, they are afraid. Somebody asked me that. You would die, you would say, I'm not afraid of death. Why? I said, if I die, I will come back. <laughs> it's not my time. So, if I die, I will come back. So, I'm not afraid of death. Hallelujah. Are you afraid of death? No. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm not afraid of things and their hand. Hmm. That cannot stop me. They are not afraid. If you shoot me, I will come back. Glory to God. I have a supernatural life. Glory to God. 
another supernatural life inside of me. Hey, you, you can kill this body, but you can't kill that life. Hallelujah. It is that life that has no beginning and no end that I have. So you will try to kill me, but you can't kill that one. Life. Glory to God. Are you learning something this morning? Are you learning something this morning? Hallelujah. Don't forget, our topic is not eternal life, our topic is not spiritual growth. But I just want to remind you of what you are, who you are, and what you have. Amen. You see what you have now. You see it. Okay. Now, let's watch this. I asked the person before I started. I say, when you have when you're having troubles like lying. You are still fighting, you are still stealing, and then you say you want to stop. You try that and then you stop. I said, is that spiritual growth? Some who said yes, some who said no. Amen. Have that in mind. We are going to continue from there. Now, first Peter chapter 2. I hope you remember. It says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the world, that what make you grow. Amen. So when we talk about growth, we talk about the what? The word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So to understand spiritual growth, let's look at the what? The word of God. When you know this, it will help you. You know, what is not the things that will not give us problems to. It's the things that will not want to know that make us feel weak spiritually. You don't have to ever feel weak spiritually. You don't, have to, you don't have to ever think that you are going down, you are coming up, you are going, you are moving, today you are spiritual high. Let's understand this. Hallelujah. Let's go to Galatians chapter 2. Verse 20. Galatians 2. Let's say Galatians 2, Galatians 5, sorry. Galatians 5. Are you there? Are you there? It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is... Yes, verse 22. I want us to go together. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Amen. Let's stop there. It says, did it say the fruit of the fruit of Adam? Let's say, I said the fruit of Adam. Did it say the fruit of Adam? It says the fruit of the what? Okay. Now, when we say fruit, it means result. Okay, the results of something. Okay, that is fruit. So it says the fruit of the spirit is what? Love. And that spirit is living where? That spirit is living where? In you. Now, since the spirit is living in you, it says the results, the fruit of the spirit is what? Love. That means you have. Love, okay, okay. Now, what we said we have eternal life. Do we try to get eternal life? 
No, we just believe our words, habits. If the Spirit of God is living inside of you, it says the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Meaning, you have what? Love. You have joy. You have peace. You have it. So, do you try to get love? No. No. So, you must understand your nature. You must understand what you have. You have it. So, say, ah, if I have it, why is it that I find it difficult to show love? Why is it that I find it difficult to, to live in peace, in joy? Why? If you say I have it, why? I will tell you. Amen. Amen. Say I have love. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Yes. The Spirit of God lives inside of you. Jesus lives inside of you. Amen. Jesus have all the fruit of the Spirit. If he has it, it means what? You have it. Amen. So now, spiritual growth is not trying to get. Spiritual growth is knowing what you have. Okay? Spiritual growth is not trying to what? Get. It's knowing what you have and using it. Use it. Is it settled? Okay. Please know it. I want you to know it in your mindset. You are not trying to be loving. You are not trying to be gentle. You are not trying to be good. You already are. So all you have to do is to walk in it. Amen. So there's a difference now. Somebody will try to be good. You should not try to be good. If you try to be good, this is your own works. This is what you yourself you are doing for yourself. Now, who did that? You. And very soon, you will say, I oh, I will, but now I am bad. You say, I was good, but now I am bad. There is no evil in you. Know this very well. There is no evil in you. Say there is no evil in me. Say you say I am a man person. I am a strong person. You are having problems with who you are, knowing who you are. Amen. You are not an evil person. So you may see evil in you. You may see, but that is not who you are. Amen. Amen. Now, let's go. Mm, mm, sorry, Romans chapter 13, verse 12. Romans chapter 13, verse 12. Are you there? says, the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Are we there now? Okay. It says what? The night is far spent. The day is at hand. 
Let us therefore cast off the works of what? And let us put on the armor of what? Light. Now he says, look at what he says. He says, cast off. Cast off. Hallelujah. Take it away from you. Cast off. Now, what you have, can you cast it off? Hello? Can you cut off your ear? Your ear? Can you cut it away? No. It is what you have. You can now, but if maybe this necklace or earring, and I said throw it away, you cannot. You see? Now, those things are just on you. But you should what? Cancel off. That is not who you are. He said the evil works of darkness, let us cast them off. It's just like you are putting on a shirt and it says, cast it off. Do you understand? So you cast it off by what? You stop lying. You stop fighting. What are you doing? You are casting it off. Is that what you are? Are you a liar? No. Are you a thief? No. Because you fight, does make you a fighter. No. You are, it's not you. So you what? You cast it off. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 22. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 22. He says that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Amen. He says, put off. Do you see the word there? Put off. The first one says, cast off. The second one says, put off. Amen. Let's look at another one. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Am I going too fast? Hebrews 12 verse 1. Okay. Read it. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Amen. Amen. Look at what he's saying here. Let us lay aside every weight. Amen. Now, it's also saying the same thing. Cast off, put off, lay aside every weight. If you are carrying a load, then I say, put it aside. 
So you remove it and what? Put it aside. Was that you? No. If you are carrying a bag, does that mean you are a bag? No. That is why you can easily what? Remove it and put it aside. So notice, you are not a witchcraft. You are not a I'm doing and I saw you in witchcraft. <laughs> and then you say, Is it true? I am going for deliverance. Hallelujah. He said, if you if you say you are seeing witchcraft, that's it. If you are looking at the same, and then someone says that you are witchcraft, I'm witchcraft. That is not you. Amen. You are not evil, you are not Satan. You are not a gossiper. I don't know what some people have told you, but that is not what you are. That is not who you are. He says, put aside. Amen. So those things that they are calling you, he says, I don't think you have to do it. Put aside. Amen. He says, the sin, the sin that easily beset us, the sin that easily keeps us and says, Put it aside. And let us run. And let us run. Meaning, when we put these things aside, we become more effective. Let us run. Amen. Glory to God. So, you know who you are. Are you a liar? Because you lie? No. Are you a thief? Because you stole? No. What it says? Put aside. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Now, look at James chapter 1. Now we are going back to our. We've just gone around. Okay, we are not here. Let's go. James chapter 1, verse 21. James 1, verse 21. James 1 verse 21. Are you there now? Are you there? It says, Wherefore, lay apart. This one says, lay apart. All filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Amen. This lay apart. Amen. That means, it's not you. But it says what? Lay it apart. Separate it from you. All naughtiness, all foolishness. It says, put it apart. Hallelujah. So, as a Christian, what do I do? If I see I am beginning to walk in something that is not me, I want put it aside. Amen. So, if I see that I am walking in stealing, what do I do? I put stealing aside. I put fighting aside. I put it aside. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay, now. Now, watch this. As you are putting it aside, does it mean you are trying not to be a thief? No. You are not a thief. But you have just put it aside. Okay. Okay, now. Let's go. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. That we said from first Peter chapter 2. So let's go there again. First Peter chapter 2. 
verse 1. Are you there? Is this? Are you there? Okay. I read. It says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. So this one use the word laying aside. So say cast up, lay down, put aside. But this one say what? Laying aside. So all the apostles are all saying the same thing. Lay aside malice. Lay it aside. Put it aside. This is not you. Remove it from you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, from that verse, let's go to verse 2. We are in first chapter 2, verse 1. Now let's that is why he now said as what? As newborn what? Babies. As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word of God. Now, what is the word of God is what it says you are. Okay? The desire what you are, what you have. Hallelujah. Now, the word of God tells us that we have the spirit, the fruit of love, we have the fruit of peace, we have the fruit of joy. Amen. This is what it says we should look to. This is what we have. Hallelujah. So, we desire the thing that we have, that we have. You don't begin to talk that, oh, I have a desire, I have a desire. You say, I am a lovely person. Why do I say, experience? You say, I am a lovely person. I am a peaceful person. I am a joyful person. But if somebody asks you who you are, and then you say, I am a lovely person. But sometimes, ah, you don't know who you are. I am a joyful person. But sometimes, I find that is very tight. I am a lovely person. But sometimes I hate. That means you're not who. Amen. So when somebody says, who are you? Explain yourself. Don't say negative things. That is not what you may see it in you, but it is not who you are. So the Bible says, lay it aside. Amen. So don't confess. You confess the word of God. The word of God says, your, your fruit is love. You have peace. You have joy. Amen. So this is who was. I am. Hallelujah. 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 So now listen to this. Spiritual growth doesn't start from you trying to remove something. You sorry, sorry, you trying to be something. Spiritual growth starts from knowing who you are and growing into that thing that you are. Very, very simple. Knowing what the word of God has called you and doing that. Amen. So it says. You are love. So what do you do? You begin to work, to work in love. Amen. You begin to get sweet. Hallelujah. He says, you have it. Don't say that I am going to do fasting. Everybody know me. I have heard a lot of people. Every time I chant here, I say, my I will travel. I will travel. That's nonsense. You don't say that to a Christian. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> 